0: Welcome to the Knives Out Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Adil Kirgi. This is episode 57, which is time code 005600 to 005659. Uh, I am joined by Eric Harzer. Hi there. Once more. Welcome back. It's good to be back. <laughs> Excellent. It's good to have you. Um, so, minute 57, um, we le- we left... With a uh, close-up, uh, we left with uh, Marta hitting play on the VCR for the security footage. And, it, and it's actually almost perfect screen cut to um, now we're focusing back onto the um, screen. Uh, and it's a timestamp of 9.07, twenty one oh one seven oh seven one five I think is the exact timestamp. As I think, I'm looking at it. Um, so uh and then we get some some patter of from in the background of trooper wagner looks like a japanese horror movie are we gonna die in seven all gonna die in seven days meanwhile blank has asked how we can asking if we can scan forward and marta then has to ask proofrock how do we scan forward oh you just hold the play button down and press fast forward until you hear it grind <laughs> which is just a lovely piece of dialogue he says yep. extemporizing before he should. Uh and then um yeah and then so we get to the point um we're now getting to the point where the party ended uh and it cuts to uh, Marta's finger sliding down over the eject button as well. Um and the the um she hits eject and says, "Oh, what happened?" Um which I think is just a lovely bit of... Oh, I'm doing that again. Um, so she hits eject. What happens? Oh, Proofrock says you got to keep it holding it down. It eats tapes. Uh, and then um, Blanc asks uh, Lieutenant Elliot if he can, if they can digitize it. Uh, and he, and they're like, yeah. Marka takes the tape out, pockets it, and says she got it. And then we cut to the woods uh, with the statue of a yelling hippo. Uh Trooper Wagner comments that these statues are all straight out of the series the Menagerie Tragedy Trilogy pretty cool um, uh, Lieutenant Elliot uh, asks, basically says it's beautiful out here but do you really think someone broke into the house and murdered Harlan? is that why we're out here? Blanc says, oh it's unlikely but if and that's our minute uh, so I I clearly enjoyed bits and pieces of the scene because I couldn't help but talking about it but you were thanks for being patient with me not only breaching the rules of just do the the description and don't extemporize <laughs> but also catching myself and trying not to comment on my own uh, uh, inability to, to stay on topic so thanks for, for uh, letting me do that and get over my own self Adele, you're you're, um, you're
1: wonderful w- because you scold yourself in the moment <laughs>
0: Oh, man, if only my ex had the same opinion of that particular <laughs> tick of mine.
1: Well, that's just you as a podcaster, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, fair enough. Um, so what did you think of this minute?
1: I like this minute. Um, like, overall? I, I think we got some good commentary. Uh, the Japanese horror movie comment is pretty funny, I thought. Um, everybody knows about uh, Seven Days from the Ring. So that's a nice little uh, shout out there. Ryan Johnson must be. Uh, so a what fan. I like of, yeah, I mean it, 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 it. It's it's smart
0: because like even if you're not into horror, The Ring did make a big um, impact in film, mm-hmm. like in in pop culture. I mean, so like this is a reasonable thing to assume. It's also like the the purpose of the reference is just, boy, is Trooper Wagner a, a nerd? Yes, yes. And like he he's so into Harlan's writing, he's clearly into this stuff, and so. Even if you didn't know it was a reference to the ring, he's just nerding out mm-hmm. as back chatter, which is like help. F- it's filling out the scene, right? Um, and and the other thing is nice is the ring came out in two thousand two, and I think there's this interesting out of timeness to the film that that actually helps because mm-hmm. there's laptops and cell phones. But there's this like 60s, 70s sort aesthetic. of color yeah. grading, mm-hmm. grain aesthetic. Right. And this is like, yeah, The Ring, that movie from
1: 20 years. Oh my God, <laughs> it's been 18 <laughs> no. years. Oh, no, yeah, don't no, say no, things no. like that. No. Aged me about mm. 10 years there. Um, yeah, I, I really love Trooper Wagner just because he's kind of just excited to be here doing all of these things. And like, I, I feel like Blanc is so out of his range of what he usually deals with so he's just thrilled to be around somebody who's as like uh <laughs> over the top <laughs> as benoit blanc is yeah um he, what i like about him is
0: like he i mean he doesn't really know what grew him into this case at this point at this point right mm-hmm. he's just yeah uh, he, he's just sort of there and he's meeting all these people and he's on the job but also meeting these people he clearly wouldn't normally meet and i think like his relate it's it's having the three cops is so smart Mm -hmm. because like blanc and elliot are playing the the standard like relationship they're new to each other but it's like i'm 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 in charge of the case Mm -hmm. gladly you'll take your help you you've got you've got you know you've got renown why not help if and you've been like i'm not going to stop you you're clearly smart. Maybe you can help me quickly wrap this up. You know, that type right. of, you're, you're from outside, but I'm not going to, I'm not just a dick because you're from outside. And, but then you have Trooper Wagner, Wagner be, Wagner, <laughs> Wagner be uh, this like really adorable younger, but we're not sure, like he could be very experienced, mm-hmm. but just like wide eyed. Right enjoying things and it's like and because he's a big fan of harlan's work you're not even clear if it's like he's always like this or if he's just so into like like he's clearly so into the writing it's mm-hmm. like oh is he just overexcited or he's o- or is he always overexcited and this is just a really great outlet for him. right
1: right and it, and I, I think it's it, it's inch. interesting the way they frame uh lieutenant Elliot between wagner and benoit because benoit and wagner are both a little bit weird the way they like focus on things or have certain things that gets them excited and elliot is kind of just trying to like play this as well this will fall into the normal range of how things work uh but because wagner knows about all the like uh crime stories that uh harlan what what is his name Thrombie? has written. Yeah. Like he's really into like murder mystery element of it. And like, in a way, so is uh, Benoit Blanc because he's been hired to do this and um, he doesn't know by whom or he knows there's something deeper at work here and he's just as excited to figure it out as Trooper Wagner is to just be here.
0: Yeah. And and, and it's like one of them is excited because it's like, it's like I'm touching this, thing that i've been mm-hmm. though the, these these worlds that i escaped right to. right um and then the other's like uh this is what i do but it's also somehow uh, me and being hired as part of the puzzle and so like there's mm-hmm. like a greater personal like they're both personally attached in in non-standard ways to the case right and, and it shows in the way that they've got this odd enthusiasm
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's very astute I, I like that point a lot um i hadn't really picked up on that parallel
1: between the two yeah it makes for a lot of fun and you're right, dancer, like, I thought.
0: <laughs> yes and, and like elliot is just the straight man to both of them mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. uh i also have to now that we mentioned the out of timeness boy does his mustache help with that out of timeness? yeah absolutely
1: <laughs>
0: it's just like <laughs> that's great that is a like
1: like 70s late 70s early 80s cop procedural <laughs> facial hair my friend <laughs> oh that's that's gotta be on purpose there's no way it's not yeah, it must be. Yeah. Oh man. Um I uh, so uh
0: also I um I like the cinematic touch of the the crappy VCR being forced to eject while fast forwarding. Uh-huh. Um smoking? <laughs> uh, like like you get this notion of is it wrecked, which is like a nice um we know, like, from artist's point of view, boy, uh-huh. would it be great if, like, that, that did fucked it. up right. the film, right? right? Yeah. Mm. It'd be great. So, and so you're like, oh, wait. But then we, but then we cut to digitization and restoration co- comments, right? Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. It's, like, it's just, like, really, again, I mean, one of those subtle things where, you're like, you are, I mean, we're all, it's like, Martha's super sympathetic, right? So you're, you're like, oh, maybe that, like, oh, she, like, she killed it. Mm-hmm. It's okay that she killed it. They just assume the VCR is crap. And then it's like, oh, don't worry. We'll use that. Like, right. It is actually 2018 or whatever. This uh-huh. was filmed slash set. Boy, is that not enough to destroy a tape, right? Like you can't Absolutely. just mangle a little bit of it. It's not, it's not Columbo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I really like the like quick roll, like the minor roller coaster that is that those quick small short scenes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and
1: that, I think that's one thing that Ryan Johnson is really good at is like, gives you a bit of minor hope that something is is resolved and then instantly dispels that and makes you think oh actually no <laughs> they can retrieve it they can get that information she's not out of the woods yet
0: yeah oh hilarious because then they're in the woods uh, yeah <laughs> I, I i swear to you i did not try that <laughs> uh see i would have taken credit for that and Like, yeah of course no I
1: would. <laughs> one thing I, although i will I, say uh go ahead go ahead okay um i love the the way proof rock is is a little bit like proud of like oh this happens all the time we can get this tape footage uh that, that's just how it works and then uh blanc and elliot uh kind of behind his back saying we can digitize this right we can like make yeah. this so we can easily see it rather than uh fast forwarding it and doing crazy stuff to try to find <laughs> where this is yeah yeah uh, I mean, so like this is going back
0: uh, a day, but mm-hmm. um, even the way he talked about, uh, like in the last minute, I saved the tape from that night. Normally, I, I I erase him with a degausser, but in this case, I thought I'd just save it, you know, for security. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, of course you like like uh, you're <laughs> no of duh. Of course you save <laughs> <Yeah>. the security <laughs> tape from. The night, the guy who owns all of this died. Was murdered, uh, as
1: far as you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's just like, and it's, yeah, so that's just, I thought, what you mentioned is sort of the the, the, the rounding out of that, that like. Right, right. It, it's a living, I'm doing my thing. Like, I, I used to just walk around, now I have all this stuff, and this stuff is, like, this is technology, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sort of mentality, even though the technology is ancient and no longer, like, good enough. Right. It's just like. I went from walking to recordings. I don't even keep the recordings, but I figured out I should keep this one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need to put this in real formatting, don't we? Right, right. <laughs> can you get these guys to enhance on like they do on CSI?
1: <laughs> get it, get, oh, also like in Blade Runner, where they, uh, they, they zoom in yeah. one bit that has infinite data and <laughs> you can run around in the picture, essentially.
0: <laughs> I mean, one day. Um, hopefully hopefully uh yeah and so so uh just to um round a bit back to to the the uh, wagner um Mm -hmm. bit the the like trivia he knows yeah you know all these statues that you see around here they're all straight out of the series the menagerie tragedy trilogy pretty cool (laughs) and then like that's just such a great like one line uh, mm-hmm. encapsulation of this character, right? Uh, and then it's like Lieutenant Elliot being like awesome, and he's like, Yeah, like just that interchange. And right. I thought it was like, and it, it's the main part of the last like half of this minute is so good, but it's also the, the writing I really appreciate mm-hmm. because it's not these are all out of this book, or it's not, it, it, it's not there that hippo was in this scene, in this book, mm-hmm. da, 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 like like doing Captain Exposition, because really, if you were telling someone about, like, this feels very natural. Yeah. Yeah, these are all, all these things are from that one series, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't say that's, in you might afterwards be like, yeah, that one is from that scene in that book, right? But if you were like, um, I'm trying to think of a famous book series that is, doesn't have a problematic author and the only one that's coming to mm-hmm. mind and it's got a problematic author. Um but you know what I mean, yeah. like y- y- it feels very natural that he, w- he would be like, uh, these are all from that series. And then if people picked up on it, you might further nerd out because, you you know, Trooper Wagner definitely knows in detail the scene with the yelling hippo. Yeah. Right. right. And that's all said again in this like really tight, but telling. Few set lines. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, I think the thing I love about it most is that you get the idea or impression that when Ryan Johnson sat down and created this character, he was like, and then I'll, I guess I'll doodle about like what some of his books were like. And so he comes up with the menage, I'm sorry, menagerie tragedy trilogy. And yeah, doesn't, doesn't really say anything about that other than knowing that we have, like there are animals in it, which it's a menagerie. So, you know, and then like there are statues of that throughout his, his home kind of grounds. Um, and nothing else like you, you can kind of fill in the blanks there of some like some crazy murder <laughs> that happens in a a, a zoo type setting <laughs> and then like he doesn't he doesn't have to like yeah you're right like he doesn't have to have trooper wagner like tell you exactly how a hippo was involved in a murder or something like you you can kind of make that up on your own and find that to be hilarious and it adds so much color and uh, just kind of life to the world i feel I also think the choice of the
0: name really, like, if, if you weren't sure whether Harlan's a uh, Danielle Steele type, uh-huh. turn him out, you, you are now, right? right? right. Like, uh, um, Because, like, it's not just the Man- Menagerie
1: Tragedy, <laughs> the it's the Menagerie Tragedy Trilogy. <laughs> yeah, the, the um, Menagerie Tragedy somehow got worse <laughs> in the next two books. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Uh oh man! Now I really want to know more about this today. <laughs> Get me Trooper Wagner on the phone.
1: Yeah, let's hear about it. I'm sure he'll give us a uh, complete recap.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure he's actually hosting a page by page
1: podcast. He would. He would have a podcast yeah. of his very own, and he'd um, say that he he met Harlan Thrombey, but he wouldn't tell you that Harlan Thromby was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I was in the same room as Harlan
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was the medical examiner. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, I'm glad I'm not a super fan of anything anymore. Ooh. That's, I it's just, a, it, the thought of
1: it is exhausting. It, it's, it's a hard place to be in, and especially if you care about uh, how the world around you operates. It sucks. <laughs> yep. Um being a fans
0: of he mm-hmm. says operating a segway at three miles per hour um
1: <laughs> off cliff what are, so operating so, the segway off the cliff yeah
0: <laughs> yep uh so um you're clearly a fan of this this film i'm just curious if you're like do do you normally like watch seek out uh this genre like like not just cop but but mystery murder, murder mystery, mystery type films
1: not really, for the most part. I-, I feel like a lot of them are pretty rote. Uh, I I guess I tend to like. I don't know. It- it's weird because f- for a lot of these mysteries, they have to walk a fine line between giving you enough clues that it feels fair when they come to a conclusion, and that you had a decent chance at trying to suss out who was the murderer. And then you have yep. something like especially the newer Sherlock series where it's like they're just pulling stuff out of nowhere. And Sherlock has somehow deduced all this stuff in a crazy way. And uh, you just had no chance. Like there, there's no way any yeah, human man. being could figure these things out. Um, that That's why I tend to not really gravitate towards them. It has to be a really well put together mystery where I feel like I'm invested in it and interested in who the killer was like. uh I was gonna say the Murder on the Orient Express movie that yep. came out a couple years ago. Um, I had no idea what the twist of that was, and I, I won't say what it is. But I thought that was a perfectly fine twist to a movie that was just all right. <laughs> so, so yeah, not really.
0: I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen the more recent one. But mm-hmm. uh, my family years, like like, I'll probably pull. Oh, I want to say almost twenty years ago. Saw like the. 70s, 60s mm-hmm. version? I, my dad had it on one of those double VHS boxes yeah. that movies, long movies used to come in. Right. Uh And I will say that um, 10 to 15 minutes in, my sister uh, said, just, just like, oh, no. That's the twist. Oh, no. Uh, she didn't know or anything. She just said that's the twist. Like, that's her call, she had, right? Because you know, figured when it you, out? When you, she 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 called the she called the wow. twist accurately within 15 minutes wow. and she doesn't know why mm-hmm. she's just like yep and then uh, and then as the film goes on everyone's doing their own sort of i think it's this i think it's that right. and then when the twist reveals itself it was just like what are you wow <laughs>
1: oh my
0: gosh yeah but bonkers uh I mean, she's very bright. Right. But I still think that's bonkers. But some people um, have like anyway, premonitions uh, about these
1: things. They like they can yeah. figure it out when there's maybe one clue that's been put out, and they're like, "Yep, I just know how it works." They just so
0: so now I'm gonna brag about my other sister. Since you brought it up, uh-huh. premonition is the only word I think counts. But on a wheel of fortune clue, mm-hmm. it says um, the clue was like singer song, and it's blank, so it's just a blanks. Uh-huh. And it was and my sister just looks at the screen, my <laughs> oldest sister, and she goes, Whitney Houston's oh, I will always love you." <laughs> and you'll never guess what it That's was. That's what it was.
1: Oh my god.
0: Oh yeah. Just 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 don't I I've never cold read anything. Like my sisters are the smart talented ones, but right. I I th- those those memories are sort of oddly tied because they're these like but how? Right.
1: Right. There's just very no. similar moments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, um, I personally love uh, murder. I, so I actually I, I like thinking of these in two ways. Mm-hmm. There's like murder detective mm-hmm. films, mm-hmm. and there's mystery detective films, right? And sometimes they are the same films, mm-hmm. but like the difference to me is that thing you were saying that sort of that when it ne- the the mystery ones are the ones that need to to, to to you know, not be Blue's Clues, right? Right. But not be Sherlock, mm-hmm. right? Um, and those are the ones where part of the entertainment is like solving, co-solving, beating the mm-hmm. the, the the like the, the audience is sort of actively crunching the clues, right. looking right. for clues, trying to figure them out. And like, I think things like um, Shyamalan movies, right? M Night right, Shyamalan movies. Right. Those the, those once you like. Once you know that he's the twist guy, they enter this genre of active, solving, look for clues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But then there's also like detective shows uh, or or movies, which are just about... like They're a narrative that happens to be about a detective solving a murder. Right, right. Um, And the good ones of those, it doesn't matter if you see or don't see or have access to all the clues because it's about the narrative. Mm -hmm. While the good ones of the the mystery type are like, I want to like part of why i'm watching this is to see to have the clues go by and hopefully I, and maybe i'll pick them up right to to experience and if the I process I do, I can, of
1: figuring out the yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. and so like uh um like uh the so the television so it's it's easier to do i think with procedural shows mm-hmm. right like because you can get uh there's a bit of a like cookie cutter ness to you Stuff you can tune out because it's what always happens. Like Columbo always acts like a bumbling fool, yeah. so you can kind of one more thing one discount more thing. some of yeah. the things he's. Yeah, um, but like that show chose the murder, and then it's about figuring out how to figure it out with Columbo. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those like you don't even need to have the twist a, a twist per se, right? It's about tracking the information. Yeah, um, and I think this movie why it's so great. Is because it's both, and right. it's that's incredibly hard Absolutely. to do. But like, I definitely there are bits that like the reveals, or like this was important, or this was this thing is there or here or whatever. So, like some of the stuff that goes on, mm-hmm. some of it I caught earlier, and I was like, ah, and the, the, the characters catching up with what I figured was the case and confirming it for me. Right. But also, if you just didn't try or care about any of these, it there's like it's just so Mm well-made right and i think like um like that's uh wait which minute are we on Uh, i just want to make sure it's either this minute or last minute that um yeah so so like we see uh last minute we heard like the over overhead stuff right Mm -hmm. about like harlan telling her the plan etc right and this minute you see her we there's enough clues in this past two minutes that like we know the tape's bad for marta right and we see her actively now like hitting the moving her finger to the eject and then hitting it and seeing the smoke. And it's all building up to like, okay, narratively we know that Marta's actively trying to solve a new problem mm-hmm. for herself. And if I wasn't tracking exactly what it was, there was that that uh, overhead um, narration mm-hmm. overhead. Of Harlan, um, but it was also like that. the the dynamic cuts towards the screen, showing this particular screen is a problem. Like these are all hats on hats <laughs> that are like, right. um, helping to remind the not only like give you, hey, how important is this if you are trying to play the mystery game, but also just like, this is a thing that is antagonizing our what's our you know audience surrogate protagonist, right? And I think it it toes that line so well, so effortlessly.
1: It really does. And like Marta is thrust into the role of being quote unquote, the murderer who is trying to cover her tracks, uh, throughout the movie. There's more that the movie will get into and, uh, play out as it goes, but we are in the point of view character who is covering up things essentially, which is really nice. That, that's a, that's a good twist on it. There, there's plenty of movies that have done that, sure. But I think, uh, Knives Out does such a great job of uh, building up an entire cast around that as well that does such a great yeah
0: thing. and i think that's exactly it is like she's trying to cover it up but she's not equipped mm-hmm. n- nor really cognizant that this is a thing that she has to do until it's like ah right my car is on that Ugh, yeah ah, calm and and like yeah and so you, you get to <laughs> you get that's why i think it works as just the narrative is because we're tracking her Mm-hmm when she's also like ostensibly doing the bad right. stuff, right? And right? Mm-hmm. So your like knowledge state is very similar to hers at the at the pacing of the movie. Mm-hmm. Or if it is, that's fine because the movie is telling you, she's finding things out and it's retelling you or reminding you of these things. And I think that's how it, that precisely because we're tracking this like sympathetic mm-hmm. um, accident, accidental murderer, right? Um, mm-hmm. That we get to, we get to, Re-see some clues, um, know some of them are important, some of them are not, uh, follow the narrative via her Her learning things at the same pace as her. Uh-huh.
1: And um, I, I, yeah. I think John, Ryan Johnson does such a good job of, like, saddling her with, you You know what her home life is like, you know that she wants to hold on to that, you know that uh, if she has found out that this rich family, like, Will instantly cut ties with her. You know how she feels about them, and she's also saddled with the inability to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is such what a like. It is so trope-y. Stupid
0: but amazing contrivance. Right? <laughs> I, I know, I know.
1: It's it, It's very dumb, but it's very perfect. In 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 that same way, and like, it, it it could be very bad if it was not played correctly, but it's it's played to a T. So. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean,
0: yeah, I think I mean, it's that contrivance that lets Benoit trust her, right? And the audience buy that he would trust her so easily and completely, right? Even though, as we as we see throughout other, you know, the, the minutes, it's not all There is some tension in, in that automatic trust and that, like, you're mm-hmm. you you know, I like your you your personage, etc. Yeah, um, and I think. It it's like so integral to what makes their dynamic work mm-hmm. because their dynamic work grows after that and it's fine, but there's no way it would start growing if it wasn't for this like, yeah, of course, like he knows this. They went through their song and dance and mm-hmm. now when he's like, yeah, come along, you can be my eyes and ears or whatever, right? Like that all makes sense and the audience buys it. Yeah. And I think because that, because it rolls so quickly past that, you're like, well, this is silly, but moving
1: on yeah <laughs> yeah and then when it comes and, and back up wonder, it's like oh yeah yeah of course
0: <laughs> yeah uh and i wonder actually how much of it is so what i like about wagner and uh harlan himself is throughout the earlier parts of the movie um where they're in they're all they're, they they bring up weird stupid shit from his books right like harlan like talks about when 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 they're playing oh, when the, the medicine problem right yeah he talks about how this would be a great thing for a book. He also mentions, I think, another part of the film, another thing that was in a book or could be good. Like, there's just this constant narrative of weird things that could be or were, or were similar to contrived plot things, right? Right. In his pulpy novels, <laughs> and so we hit one of those, and we're kind of like subconsciously primed for that, mm-hmm. or or maybe it's just like there's so many. There's this plethora of like. Weird references and nods to things that you're like, this is one of them, but this is in the real world, quote unquote. Yeah. And yeah, you can let it go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I find that like the more I think about it, the more I'm shocked how, how easy it was. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it this it's a it, it, totally it, it,
0: nonsensical it, thing that doesn't exist. It's
1: itself it, a kind of meta spin on the way these things are just generally like that. That's to me what Ryan Johnson is really, really good at doing is taking the thing you know the thing you know like at your heart how something is doing the same thing but also kind of hinting and nodding at you as if like you you know how these things go you know how the the structure is set up you know how these characters generally figure these things out he he adds another another extra spin to it another layer of donut hole or whatever <laughs> um and kind of kind of puts you off your your game and just just adds enough to make it incredibly incredibly uh exhilarating to watch.
0: oh great, yeah, totally. Um awesome. Well, um probably should call this episode here, he says looking at the 30 uh, minutes. Since
1: we've time. almost hit 30 minutes here, maybe over 30 yeah. minutes now, maybe a good idea. Yeah.
0: Eric, if people wanted to to talk you into watching more murder mysteries or give you suggestions or just talk at you in general, Uh, How would they reach you? Yeah, I'll I'll take
1: any uh, murder mystery suggestions. uh, Care of one, two, three Fake Street. Uh, No. Um, So if you want to, that
0: that was the location of the menagerie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's where all the animals got up to the murder. uh, You you
0: can't send mail there. There was a tragedy.
1: Uh, I like to think of a mailbox with a sign over it that says "Not accepting (laughs) mail due to tragedy." Um yeah, you can find me on Twitter to uh tweet your uh uh murder mystery suggestions at me uh at T Z A R R E V A N Zar Revan. Uh
0: and if you want to talk to us here at the podcast, you can tweet us at Knives Out Minutes. Uh that's it for us, sadly, for today. Uh thanks again, Eric.
1: Thank you so much for hosting. No problem. And we'll uh, okay.